Hey guys, thanks so much for listening in to today's episode. Today I'll be talking with Samuel Hall, a storyteller, creative director, and inspiring human. Sam has a story touching on his younger years as being a sports-driven individual with the focus at the time of becoming a professional sports person. Later on, Sam found himself with an ACL injury that would not only end his at the time dream of becoming a professional athlete, but it also actually gave him the opportunity to help people capture moments, inspire connections and relationships in business. And it also led him to touring around the world with Ziggy Alberts. We talk about creating better business relationships through connection and how that can lead to better business, how influencers are leading the charge for these consumer relationships and helping people connect better to more businesses by taking out the old model of marketing. We talk about being open and transparent in business, what he does to be more creative, how to reconnect with yourself, how to express yourself and saying yes to more opportunities that could lead up to you changing your own life. We also touch on how two years ago when I first met Sam, how he also impacted my life as well. I'm really excited for you guys to listen into today's episode. Thanks so much for listening in and enjoy. Hey, Sam, thanks so much for joining the podcast today. I really appreciate you joining in. Before we get into it, though, who are you and what do you do? Uh, Thank you, firstly, for having me, Chris. Pretty simply, my name is Sam. I'm the owner of Samuel D. Hall Creative. And I use video, film, whatever you want to call it, uh, to connect businesses with their clients. And what kind of, how would you differentiate yourself to other people who are in that same kind of area? So I think there's a lot of videographers doing what I'm doing and a lot of them shoot really incredible video projects. But I think largely what makes me stand out, what I would like to believe makes me stand out and what makes me different is finding the authenticity between a business and telling their story so that their own customers and clients can connect on an emotional basis with them. I think everybody whether it's from a business front or a personal front has a story to tell and when you sit down with people and you really listen and and talk to them and get their story out it's generally a really incredible emotional experience for people it's so nice and it's so true because i think most people including myself when i first started my um personal training business i didn't understand the value of like creating connection with people. And I didn't understand that, you know, that there's so much more than, that goes into it than just like a service. I thought, you know, all right, cool. I'm just going to start a business. It's going to be fine. I'm just going to, you know, just wing it. And people will come to me because i I got a certificate and I know what I'm doing, but yeah, there's, absolutely. there's so much more like the connection that you have with people and the impact that you can make is it's kind of like getting an uppercut when you realize like how powerful you can influence someone's life for the better. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when we all first started our own businesses, we all so strongly thought that the service and the product that we provided was going to be the big selling point and that we worked so long and so hard on these products and that's what people would connect to. But 
I think the more that you sit down with clients or just even when you sit down with friends on a day-to-day basis and you have that conversation and you hear where they're coming from and where they've come from, it certainly helps make such a stronger connection to people. Yeah, absolutely. What is it that, because you've got a bit of a backstory into what actually got you into this area, where did it all start? Because you weren't always behind a camera, were you? No, so growing up, I was always, I was, I would call sport obsessed. So I played soccer, I played Oztag, I played touch, I played almost every sport under the sun. And I remember when I first had my interview to get into high school and the school principal asked me what I wanted to do when I finished school, which is a pretty classic question to ask a kid going into year eight. And I just said professional sports person because I couldn't imagine doing anything else at the time. And throughout school, I did schoolwork and I did sport. I didn't party. I wasn't interested in girls. Like that whole thing just wasn't there for me. And I think when I finished school and I went into my gap year, I blew out my left knee. And so I blew out my ACL as well as a couple of other ligaments. And I realized suddenly that sport wasn't the be all and end all for me. And that sport was how I'd been emotionally and creatively expressing myself over all these years of my life and that I now had to find something else to fill that void. And so with the idea of just hanging around my friends who were surfing and finding something to express myself, that's when I first picked up a camera. And I guess there'd be so many people with a similar story too, like not really realizing like how much they are like emotionally involved in their sport or, you know, having that perspective of like, this is what they're going to do. But not really thinking about what happens if it doesn't happen as well, which can be pretty traumatizing for a lot of people like myself included. I used to play basketball and I got a uh, jumpers patella in both my knees. So my tendons got really weak and it kind of like I played state quite a few times and I was going down like a really good road to play um, further as well. But unfortunately that injury stopped me in my tracks and I feel like I definitely had the same kind of outlook after that. I was like, all right, so what do I do from here? Like, what's the next step? And you, I guess a lot of people will feel lost at that point in their life, especially being so young, because I'd say it highly happens to people during those high school years too. Yeah, absolutely. I think you hear so many stories about professional as well as up-and-coming sports people who get a major injury that ends their careers, and a lot of them will fall deeply into depression or some kind of crutch to help them cope. Yeah, absolutely. So it's such a challenge. Yeah, definitely. And with those areas too, like I've talked to a few people about this, like, you know, when you're in those situations, what have you done yourself to kind of overcome those obstacles to really reconnect with yourself? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think a lot of people who are in that position, particularly I think right now in today's climate of we're kind of in the middle of coronavirus and I guess, a lot of people are finding out right now that sport might be the way that they emotionally express themselves. And I think it's that it must be such a challenge mentally for a lot of people right now, which is a really scary thing. Yeah, absolutely. And with connection, what do you think people can do to really start feeling comfortable in their own skin and being a little bit more creative fulfilling their time with a little bit more, I guess, meaning to get back some of that 
emotional involvement they had in sport or working out at the gym or whatever it may be what what do you think that they what's a good step for people right now now that they've got the time to um start working on themselves with yeah i think right now the best thing that anybody can do is to try and not make themselves feel guilty even if they're not doing anything right now just take that guilt off your shoulders and if you have had something in the back of your mind for the last couple of years couple of months couple of days that you've gone oh, i've always wanted to try that or i wish i had the time to do that now might be the time to give it a shot i think there's so much artists musicians filmers photographers painters involved in putting out content right now because they know there are so many people from a business sense who are online looking at their content and so there's a lot of inspirational stuff going around that people can can see and get involved in and i think just taking that first step to go oh, i've always wanted to try painting and then being able to give that a shot or just thinking of things that they've always wanted to do even for me personally like i've just found like i've really embraced this time this extra time just to um journal more reflect more and just kind of think about am i on the right track what am i doing am i following my plan am i really centered in myself and am i confident in myself to continue the road that i'm going down or do i need to you know take a left turn or a right turn and kind of work on something else that's going to create a little bit more fulfillment along the way whether that be more creative um whether that be more business ideas whatever it is just actually taking that first step in playing around and i think playing's like such a, a useful thing too especially in this day and age now well people now might play again but i found like the last few probably year year and a bit two years i've personally noticed is people don't go out and outside like they used to as a kid and just be like oh cool i'm gonna go paint today or i'm gonna go do handstands or i'm gonna go look at some trees and just really connect and be present in a moment and just do things that are planned. So I think having that opportunity now to really just do something spontaneous and do something that feels good um, is really going to make people think about what they have been doing with their current lives too. Yeah, I think it's with what's going on right now and everyone being forced to kind of pause and take a break unless they're essential workers. I think it's a great time for people to know and really have a good think about whether they want to pivot or whether they want to stick to what they're doing. And as you said, going outside and just painting or waking up and taking the day as it comes, I think used to be looked on as such a hippie and leftist way of thinking. And I think right now, regardless of whether you are, what political, what social, what spiritual level you're on i think it's an incredible chance for people to yeah just try different things and let yourself fail like if you want to try and draw something and all that comes out is a stick man then that's totally okay definitely and going on to the subject of failing i know it can be such a a, a big word that everyone's using most of the time all the time today but i think people's perspective of the word failing is um different so a lot of people look at it as like, yes, it's an essential tool to progress or people look at it as no, you don't need to fail to progress with your experience in like, you know, I, when I first met you, you know, nearly two years ago, 
it was interesting to really connect to you and talk to you about like what your dreams and like what you wanted to do. And the same thing for me reflecting onto you, what I wanted to do. And it was quite funny at the time. Like I remember I only like talked to you on Facebook a few, a few times. And then like I recently um, split with my, my partner or we broke up and you're like, if you need help or you want to have a chat, let me know. And I was like, all right, sweet. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just message him and be like, I need to talk to someone. And that was one of the best impactful things that was really good for me at the time, because hearing what you were doing and how you overcame your own obstacles really inspired me to overcome that obstacle at my own time. So what were, what do you think has been the biggest obstacle that you've had to face? That's been the biggest opportunity in your life as well. For sure. I think the biggest thing that I've struggled with, and this has probably been from very early on in my life is a lot of self doubt. And it is that fear of failure and fear of things not going right that have made me say probably no to a lot of opportunities that have come up. And so I think for me, when I first started picking up a camera and it's just built and built for me it was just saying yes to a lot of opportunities and things that didn't necessarily go perfectly to plan like when I've gone on tours with Ziggy across the years there have been some terrible shows and some really bad moments for us as a touring team that have just lent to so much growth and such a learning lesson for everyone involved and so I just yeah I think there's been some some yeses that despite the fact that I didn't really feel comfortable saying yes and I wasn't sure if I could pull it off, even if it didn't go perfectly, those have probably been my biggest learning lessons. Definitely. And I guess that's the hugest thing, hey, like actually being willing to say yes, even if you do feel uncomfortable, because deep down inside, you know, it's, it's an opportunity. You know that, yes, you're, you might, your palms might get really sweaty and you might feel uncomfortable for an hour or so. And even if it fails, you might regret it. But if you didn't do it, you'll never really ever know. And then you'll probably think about that opportunity, whether you know you knew you were going to fail or succeed at it or make it right or wrong, that you knew you should have said yes anyway. And I think that's what, that's what holds so many people back when it comes to business and personal development expressing expressing your own emotions i think that's a big thing as well really is when it comes to emotional ways of expressing yourself whether that be friends or family a lot of people hold back because they're scared of different things uh that could be self-doubt that could be rejection that could be abandonment there's so many different things it could be but taking that step and being like all right yes i'm just going to do it and i'm going to see what happens is pretty powerful Yeah, absolutely. And I think I know that transparency is such a marketing buzzword at the moment, but I think being able to say to even just yourself, okay, yes, I'm scared and that makes me want to say no. But what I'm going to do is even if I just say it to them and say, look, I don't know if we, I don't know if this is going to be perfect, but are you more interested in it being authentic and it being real than it being perfect? And some businesses will just want things to be straight up perfect. And some people are just those type of people who want things to be perfect every time. But I think the authenticity and transparency of just having that conversation is sometimes the biggest connecting factor. 
Absolutely. Like, it's great that you've said that because I think that's the biggest thing. People strive for this, this perfection piece of artwork. And like you said, you've got to draw a stick figure before you draw a body. Yeah, for sure. And I think a big, you know, like in terms of authenticity and transparency and connection, like even us just sitting down that day and just having a conversation as mates over a coffee was such like a powerful, a powerful connecting factor. And it's something that if anyone asked me about personal training, if anyone asked me about health, wealth, fitness kind of thing, then you're the first person that comes to my mind because we sat down and really connected on that level. Yeah, absolutely. It's so good that you said that because I thought about that the other day as well. I'm like, Sam's still such a legend. He just still tags me and uh, posts on like, you know, marketplace or if the opportunity comes up, it's so nice to have that. Uh, connection for sure and i think it's such a great way for businesses and people in general who are doing whether they're freelancing or whatever they're interested in have real conversations with friends with family with other people about what they want and where they want to go and and that will always stick in people's minds more than some shiny product and do you find that's the biggest difference like I guess in the market around businesses around the world is there's just not as much connection or do you find that that there is a lot of connection, but it can be overcrowded by disconnection and profit margins. There's we're like, we're obviously getting flooded right now on every form of social media, on ad boards, on TV, on whatever it is. And I think as consumers, we're starting to get scared of that real perfect image. I think with the more people who are coming out and just trying to connect to people on a human, on a human level, I think we're starting to see through the fake advertising and through the perfectly manicured ad and product and person. And we know that behind that there is so much more going on. And I think we almost want people just to say, say that their life's not perfect, say that this product isn't actually for everybody. It's not the be all end all of your life. And so I think there's certainly starting to become a push to people to try and just connect on a basis. And I think that's why big businesses are employing a lot of influencers these days. And however you feel about influencers, whether it's good or bad, I think it shows that we're trying to connect to people. And even like, you know, all these different little, little gyms that, uh, you know, promote like, you know, quick high intensity exercise, you look at their, like their business model. And it is interesting that they have at least five influencers uh, in their, their gym promoting what they do. And it's really amazing to kind of see how far businesses have come compared to old fashioned marketing of buy this deal for this price right now you won't get this price again versus hey i really valued the time that i spent at this business i made friends i got results and i feel really confident in myself so it's cool to see that there is you know more relationships and connection driven marketing too that actually makes me feel really good that i would want to go there because i feel connected enough to go there too yeah i absolutely think that personal testimonials from people is probably like whether it's word on mouth or a recorded video or just written on Google reviews kind of thing. I think that is one of the most powerful forms of marketing right now. 
just having people who are really stoked about your product say it and say it true. Absolutely. And like you touched on before, which I found really cool is um, just not offering your product or your service or your time to someone just because they're in front of you, like having a requirement where you say, all right, sweet. Well, we don't really, this isn't going to work. So I don't think we'd be a best suit. So unfortunately you won't work for me, but maybe I know someone over there that might work better with you. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to just take money off any person that gets put in front of you because that's when you're going to start finding issues with people who aren't that stoked with your product because they don't quite align with exactly what you're trying to do. Yeah, definitely. For people listening in who might be working on their own photography, brand, videography, uh, maybe they're creative, they're an artist, they're model, they're influencer, whatever it may be, what advice would you have for them if they're just starting out now and they want to make their own connection with like-minded people and they want to be creative and create an impact for themselves and their own personal brand? I would start with surrounding yourself with very like-minded people, whether that's just obviously right now we're all practicing isolation and social distancing and whatnot. So I think join Facebook groups, like follow Instagram accounts, follow things and surround yourself with things, even if you're just scrolling through your phone that are inspiring and that are the way that you want to go. Because I think there's so much content on our socials that can take us away from where we want to go. And I think even if you're not creating exactly what you want to create right now, just start by creating, start by putting down the basics, set yourself a time every day to just put something down or at least just sit down and give yourself the time. Because I know for me personally, when it comes to writing, I need to sit myself down to write and I'll have ideas throughout the day, but I'll be doing something else and I'm too busy and it just never gets put down on paper. And so I have to set myself down and go, especially on tour when you're from a bus to a coffee shop straight to a venue to work till 3am and then you're going to bed again. I think I have to set myself times to do it. And right now in the current age we're in, I think it's the perfect time to try that. Yeah, definitely. And there's nothing more powerful than actually writing things down and actually making yourself accountable to express yourself, whether it's expression or ideas, whatever it may be, because Otherwise, we just get lost in our own thoughts as well. I know I do if I don't write down what I need to do or what I want to think about or I want to, I guess, be creative about. Just an idea just to, I guess, have that play moment too where you're just like, oh, that'd be a cool scenario if I put something like that together and that together. Absolutely. Almost every morning I try and sit down and just write a page or two of exactly what's in my head to get it out because I'm very much an overthinker and an overanalyzer. And so if I can write something down for me straight off the bat at the start of the day, I can let that go. And I can definitely connect to that straight away. (laughs) One last thing I wanted to ask was you're a bit of a storyteller. The thing I love about actually following your account is I see a bit of poetry every now and again. I see stories. I feel real connection. Uh, What are the, a few of the things that you do personally that helps you one express yourself emotionally to become creative and what are they? Uh, and three would be to reconnecting with yourself. Yeah. So emotionally I definitely write 
I generally write more when I'm sad. I'm definitely the tortured artist in a lot of ways. And if I'm feeling flat, I'm feeling sad, I'll definitely write. And in a lot of ways, I will also read a book to help connect with emotions or just escape my own for just a short amount of time before coming back and really focusing on myself. Creatively, again, also I write, I follow a lot of blogs on Tumblr, I sit with other creative people. I just try and I try and consume media where I can and I also understand that I find a lot of inspiration through nature. And so I tr- try and make that time each day or every couple of days to go for a surf, go for a walk, whatever it is that personally really makes me feel creative and that's also for me listening to music and reading books and just consuming inspirational things that work for me. Yeah. So in terms of reconnecting with myself, again, it's almost a lot of my things are the same few things. And so if I'm trying to reconnect with myself, I try and find some moments of silence and there I try and meditate for at least 10 minutes a day mind what I call mind melt which is just writing everything down in my journal to get it out of my head things like that just to connect and and work out exactly where I'm at and is what I'm feeling a mask for something else no that's great I love the mind melt that's good it sounds very relaxing where you can just like let it all out yeah absolutely before you go though where can people find you what are your social media channels So I am under just Samuel D. Hall on Instagram, Samuel D. Hall Creative on Facebook, and then just www.samueldhall.com as a website. And for people who want to get in contact, can they just contact you through Instagram or your website? Yeah, generally just even if they just want to have a chat, whether it's through Facebook, through Instagram, through however they can find me really if they're if they just want to reach out and you know if someone's listening who just who just wants to chat about anything um yeah just reach out and i'd love to connect with as many people as i can because i think it's just one of those really special things at the moment yeah absolutely and i'm sure a lot of people at the moment in isolation uh, are definitely you know needing that connection at this time absolutely it's such a such a tough time at the moment for everyone and sometimes all anyone needs is just to have a quick chat yeah definitely but in saying that such a good time to work on yourselves if you are listening in (laughs) take that time take some of the hints and tips uh, from sam and start to work on yourself emotionally uh, start to create start to do things that aren't something you do before do something new Just play, have fun, and just take this time to really work on yourself. Thanks so much for joining me today, Sam. I really appreciate it. And it's really cool to kind of hear about your story and what your values and beliefs are around business and how people can reconnect to through this like disconnection time in the world. Um, So thanks so very much. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you did enjoy that episode and you feel inspired or you think there's someone out there that needs to listen to it, share it with your friends and family and subscribe to this podcast because there's going to be someone out there that needs to hear this and who may be going through their own obstacle. And this might help them 
change their perspective and see the opportunities that are in front of them. Until next time, thanks so much again for listening in.